Blackwell Travel is a travel company for those interested in seeing the world in color. Who am I? I'm Chandra Sharice, lead explorer and founder of Blackwell Travel. And not to say that so passively, but I'll get to my point of why I said it like that. So I never said to them, you shouldn't go. Now, there was a group of Soros looking to go and some may have not known. And I just sort of said, they were like, well, would you go? And I'm like, no, I wouldn't. Well, why not? And then I was like, this is why. Okay. So they were like, oh, I didn't realize, or some of us didn't know that, so I guess we're going to change our plans. And they did that. However, there were other stories from around the country that were going all the time during that time. 
So what I found out and realized from that was here we are outside of the country. And a lot of this, excuse me for my international listeners, and this may appeal to you too, will you'll hear me say the U.S. a lot or as Americans or black Americans, et cetera, et cetera, through this podcast. A lot of us were all in uproar about that, but we weren't looking in our own backyard, right? We were being treated the same way. It just wasn't publicized all over the news all of the time, especially during and after the election of our current president, okay? Of 45, we'll refer to him right now. So during that whole thing and after, and even now to this day, things like that are still occurring. People are being dragged in the street. Um, there are people now being more proud to show their opposition to diversity. Things like that are occurring here. And then it was pushing people who were born here or their families from here out of the country. A few years ago, we were just condemning another country for doing that. And it was all done for political reasons, which I'll get into, which I've learned from an expat that lives there, black Americans that live in the DR. Okay. So we were just condemning this country and saying, we're not going to go there because of X, Y, Z. And the same stuff is happening here in the United States, right? We are now sending not just people of Latin descent, Mexicans, etc. This is anybody who is a foreigner, per se, living here or an immigrant. We're sending them out of the country, period. The same thing. And then one of the arguments that I found out later was people were complaining in the country because they were losing jobs, they said, to the Haitians that were coming in. But I mean, if you had someone to hire, this is what was explained to me by experts that lived there. If you have someone to hire that speaks three or four multiple languages, like people were discussing how they could get tours done. And the tour would be in French, German, Dutch, English. The person would say it in all the languages. If you have someone with that type of talent and working extremely hard, then who are you going to hire, right? Does that not sound familiar here? And then hire them and may or may not have to pay them the same amount of wages because then they could cross the border back or send the money back to their family and help their family to come up and to come over and to have, quote unquote, a better life. Sound familiar? Okay, so when that became an uproar and politics got involved and people were like, this has to stop. And then they wanted to control like the population getting so high so quickly. Then that's when they started implementing this whole, if you're undocumented, you need to go back. Even if you were born here and some places had buildings that were burned that had the birth information there of people who came over and their children were born there. I mean... That's what happened. Now, when the people left, I was told that they get to come back if they're able to get their paperwork straight and stuff in. Does it take some time? Yes. Takes takes a while. Eight to ten months or more. Because they're trying to make a paper trail for something that may or may not have existed, right? Then they come back and they're Haitians that have gone back to the DR and are working and all this other stuff. Then there is the 
images and documentaries being done about the border in general and how the Haitians and stuff are being treated and about uh, colorism and the discourse there. As far as that is concerned, that is systemic, right? It was built into us from years, yes, us as in brown, black Americans for decades. And like, there is a whole thing. I'll have to find it on YouTube talking about how, how race became a thing and why it really became a thing. And it's a series done by PBS and it's quite interesting, but I'm saying that to say that occurs everywhere here and until this day. That same type of prejudice, okay? So those are the things that we don't pay attention to. And then whenever something else comes out about the area, it's like, oh, well, you shouldn't be going to the DR anyway. And the DR, for those of you all who may or may not know, is the Dominican Republic. So you shouldn't be going there anyway. That's why I'm not spending my money over there. But how many of you all are actually thinking about the fact that there are people who are saying the same thing about the United States? It's not safe. You shouldn't spend your money over there, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, case in point, measles outbreaks and people are flying here. There are people that are on vacation here that caught the measles and are in hospitals and may or may not have made it back home to their family, right? Not too long ago, there were people who were going to uh, Las Vegas and were attending a concert and people were killed. And we don't know how many of those people that were killed, unfortunately killed during that, that were visiting from out of the country. Before that, some people were partying at a nightclub, right? Killed there. Who who knows how many of those people were on vacation themselves, okay? And then people go missing and we don't hear about it on the news. It's not publicized everywhere, I mean, there is a unfortunate young couple and I don't like speaking on on death on any platform because it lives on in media forever. That's why I don't share pictures and do things of that nature. But there's an unfortunate couple who was traveling to Tahiti, for goodness sakes, and they got some sort of virus that nobody knows what it is. And then they just passed away. How come when it happens in those type of atmospheres at those places or this place? It's talked about for a little while and then people move on and nobody ever thinks about how many people were just here vacationing, right? People die on cruise ships all the time. I don't even think you all realize that there's a morgue on the cruise ship. So that when this happens, they just move them into the morgue so they can get them back safely to home or land or wherever depending on if the person has a passport or not and can leave the country immediately. Because if you have a passport, you can fly. And if you don't, you have to stay on the ship until you return to port. So there are all of these things that occur and people go missing on cruise ships and nobody knows. And then people always want to say it's suicide, but nobody ever knows what happens to them or why someone passed away. It's not always obvious, right? And you may or may not hear about it in the news. There's still people with no answers to why their loved one went on a cruise and then just disappeared. So cruise ships will write it off and say, oh, they committed suicide, jumped over the side, yada, yada, yada. But nobody says anything about this. And nobody's like, I'm never going on a cruise again. It's like they forget these things and they go on. And then other countries, 
Aruba has people missing, right? Girls and women that are, have still not been found and nobody says anything. Belize had a woman uh, killed not too long ago and people are still going there now as if it didn't happen. There are just a whole bunch of places. Greece had a young man that was murdered. I think the trial just happened and I'm not sure if the person who murdered him while he was visiting there, person of color, so I can point this out for some of you. And I don't even know that that person got convicted. That happened. Nobody says anything. All of the bombings and stuff that were happening and have been happening in Paris. People are still going to Paris and no one's like, oh, I'm not going to Paris. But let it happen to a minority driven country. And it is like, oh, these things are happening and we shouldn't go there. I believe I discussed the couple driving in Punta Cana when the series started. I think the concern is coming from people of color because they are noticing or being told more or they see that these couples and people traveling are people of color. And that is why their senses heightened. But when it seems to happen to people that don't look like us as much, the complaints or the fear isn't said to us or not said to me, or the concern doesn't exist as much. So these particular resorts that happen to be in the news right now, is there an issue? There very well could be. Is it one where every day you keep hearing something different, but when you hear one story, people who have ever experienced loss in an area are going to come forward regardless whether it be a natural cause or not that's because they they feel like they need to relate to what's going on because they feel like something that wasn't answered or settled with them can possibly be answered now because now they know other people have gone through this it's like a club right like an unfortunate club of people the same thing same type of club exists with uh people who have suffered any type of illness or loss anywhere around the world, right? It's a club you don't want to be a part of. So when you get one report, now everybody for that particular country has an issue. Everybody who ever went there and something traumatic happened to them in which they lost a loved one is now coming forward. And I'm sure if somebody was to talk about stuff that happened here in the United States and how they lost a loved one or when they were traveling in Europe and lost a loved one, then more people would pay attention. Through all of this, somehow recently, unfortunately, uh, a young lady passed away, a woman of color traveling to Dubai, passed away on the plane to Dubai. But you only heard that or read that quickly and then we moved on to something else but we don't know how often this stuff happens right we don't know how often somebody passes away going to various countries because it's not focused on so the resorts the all-inclusive resorts the one thing that i've read in the articles i'd rather read articles or statements if i can versus what's on the news because then when i'm talking to my groups later I had to go back in 
retract something usually because the news doesn't always get it right, right? Most of us watch TV and we don't always get it right. And everything may not always be there, but the understanding, people are like, oh, it's the same resort. So Baja Principe has two resorts that are next to each other. This doesn't make it any better, but though that resort itself having the issue they're like when they made a statement that it's not the same resort they treat this as independent incidents it just happened during the same time I mean okay but the one thing that I noticed about all of them is the statement of like people were either drinking and then something happened and what I'm thinking is that if drinking is a part of it and you're going on vacation, then be mindful there, then be mindful not to drink, right? But then there was another couple who said because they were spraying pesticides outside, it got into their air vent. And when they went, came back home early from their trip, a couple from Colorado, not people of color, but you all haven't heard this because, you know, this couple said that they went to their doctor, they came home because they were sick, they had diarrhea and vomiting, right? That could be anything. You could think it's food poisoning, whatever. Well, the doctor explained that the pesticides that were being sprayed outside their their unit and that vent and them being in there when it happened caused them to get pesticides in their system and then get sick, right? So you wouldn't have known. And if they would have stayed longer... In that particular area, even though the resort moved them, they still felt bad. So they went home. Then that would have been an issue. But that being said, think about pesticides and stuff being sprayed where you are. You wouldn't have known that that's what triggered your illness, that you inhaled that so much. I mean, that wouldn't have clicked in you. And had they not gone home early, no one would have really known that that happened. So we don't know if it's alcohol, pesticides, life in general, as far as what has occurred, because we're not on the inside of whatever investigations and things of that nature that's occurring. Now, I was explaining to a group of mine that I have going that in order to detour crazy, if it's something crazy going on, employee, et cetera, et cetera, then I put security measures in place that make them nervous. So you're traveling with a group of people. Stay with your group or walk with your group. If you're a solo traveler, traveling, make friends along the way. I mean, I do that. And then those people look out for you. Hey, how you doing today? Hey, when are you going to such and such and such? That you can do and still feel as if you're safe. Also, find someone that you can send your WhatsApp messages to, that you can get to know while you're there, that you'll see. Let them know your routine as far as um, your family and friends. Hey, I'm going to such such right now. Everything. Another thing that I did for the group is contacted the U.S. State Department. Now, some people are like, well, why would you do that? But it registers you with the embassy, your group or individual. So you could do either. I'm not sure how many other travel industry professionals 
newer ones, I should say, know this. Probably the ones who have been around for years are familiar with this. But whenever traveling outside of the country, you should register with the STEP program. When you do that, they have a record of where you're going. The assumption is because they scan your passport and you're leaving the country that they know that that's where you're going, right? That Oh, they know, they already know that you're going to this place, but that's not true. They don't know where you're staying, how to contact you. If they need to notify you of something, they'll send you text alerts. They'll call you. They'll call your hotel, or if you're staying in an Airbnb, you give them the number for the Airbnb owner, et cetera, et cetera. You give them all the details possible. They'll contact your family. This is how you are able to know that you're safe when you go somewhere. They they keep you in contact with the local embassy close to where you're going. Great. Okay. That is an extra layer of security. So what I do is I say, hey, resort, place we're staying. I've registered my group with the U.S. Department of State. Just want to make you aware. I've also given my group or will be giving my group wristbands so that we can account for everybody in our group. Your staff will know that we're together and who we are. Now, why do I do that? Okay, back to what I said earlier, to deter crazy, right? So if these incidences that have been happening at these all-inclusive resorts, right, are tied to an individual, they will be less likely to do anything stupid because they don't want any more attention than what is already garnered, especially knowing that we are looking for everybody in our group And we will be with everybody in our group. And even those people who are traveling solo in the group will be protected. That is important to note because people, people in general seem to have a false sense of security when traveling anywhere. And that's U.S. included. In today's day and age, the anxiety levels are high, but we as Americans in particular, previous to the unfortunate events of 9-11, were naive, right? There was an air that still exists with some people now where they just, they walk where they didn't think anything would happen here on our soil and we're good and da da da. And even though there were acts of terrorism that were occurring in small amounts up until then, or small amounts publicized, I'll say, then we didn't look at that. And when I say we, I use that loosely because my perspective is a little bit different being the fact that I lived overseas and had to do bomb training in elementary school. I mean, we were taught what to do if there was a bomb threat and we had bomb threats like every week, just saying, (laughs) and this is not an exaggeration. I had this discussion with my mother the other day. Every week, and we were trained as kids what we needed to do in the case of bomb threats, et cetera, et cetera. But that didn't occur here in the United States, right? And that was overseas, in Germany, no less. <laughs> so having that type of perspective and then coming into what is occurring now, you have to realize that you can 
do your best to detour crazy and be alert. Now, us as black people, brown people, people of color, we already walk different in this world, right? And I think I discussed this before. We already have a sense of alertness. Now, some of us growing up later, I would say people that were born after the 2000s, right? And maybe even in the 90s. Don't necessarily or have not necessarily, depending on where they live in suburbia, etc., experience the type of heightened alertness that we have to have when we move. We pay attention to what's going on because that is how we are conditioned as a people. You never know who's going to come off and say something silly to you, who who's going to pull you over for no reason, who's going to make an assumption and talk to you some kind of way. And especially nowadays, right? It was happening all this time anyway, but some people didn't experience that. But now in this age and time, it's to the forefront, right? So this has been something that has been happening in this country since before many of us were even born, where you had to move differently, travel differently, case in point, the green book, act differently, make sure that you're not putting yourself out there and paying attention to your surroundings. When you travel in general, you are to do that. But there is a certain point where certain people who have not experienced people talking to them a certain kind of way or speaking with them differently or looking at them differently or having to just be on heightened alert because you never know what's going on. They haven't experienced that because of our social media age and not being around issues or problems or circumstances that would allow for that. So then they don't know how to adjust themselves accordingly. And I know to some, this may sound like a whole nother language, but to many, they understand what I'm talking about. There's already a perception about us. We walk around with a perception. And so here is this little brown country, right? Granted, some of them don't think that they're brown, but I'm just saying this little brown country and there's a perception now on them coming off of the hills of Haiti, having the issues that they're having because of their government and oil, etc. Right. So now people are like, "Mm, I don't know about that. I don't know what's going on. But no one pays attention that things like that happen all the time it's just it's not publicized as much and they could be days apart too so I just sorry I just got the wind got knocked out of my sails right now because I'm just like I can only convey as much as I can but life is life and being alert and doing the best you can to manage your circumstances should not stop you from traveling and should not stop you from like doing things that you want to do. It's not healthy. I can understand if it was a place of war, right? 
speaking of that, for some reason, when people talk about Africa, right, they assume Africa is a country, not realizing it's a whole continent. And so they, they group it together in that whole continent, different pockets are in war, right? So different, and we'll just call them their territory. We'll call them states here for those people that are Americans. I'm sorry for my non-American people. (laughs) I'm just trying to say for people, we'll just say different states are at war. So people stay away from those states, but that shouldn't deter you from seeing the whole continent or visiting other countries within that place. Like that's the same kind of thing, except this is a smaller Island and it has the same thing. Just if you were visiting there, then just keep your senses aware. Don't be detoured from going there. There is a family that just left from the hard rock, which was in the news and when I say family, I'm like, they're older, older couple, their kids are drinking age, et cetera, et cetera. They were there and they didn't even know that the hard rock was going to be in the news. And they were like, oh, we had a good time. I don't understand the big deal. And they were just having a general conversation with someone that I know. And they had no idea that they were like, oh, but that didn't happen at the hard rock. We go there all the time. That's where all the famous people go. Hard rock, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And come to find out the hard rock is in the news and they just left and they were like, but we were just there. So I'm just saying that things happen around us every day that we may or may not be aware of. Just make sure you take your own precautions. And if you notice, because you are into watching television reading the news that there is a commonality outside of the the location because when you look at reviews and stuff on TripAdvisor or other people who had just gone somewhere look and see what the latest reviews are up until the week of your trip you will notice that people are still going there and coming back and having a good vacation you can only control Things that happen around you to an extent by taking the precautions with your group, yourself, your travel, as you would do anywhere. And that is what I'm saying. Because you could leave driving your car today or walking across the street and things can happen. And you just have to be mindful that Just because you're hearing about a continuation of something that does not mean that it's happening to everyone. So don't let that detour you from enjoying yourself and having a good time. Will you have fear? Yes, it's a healthy fear to have. But I mean, just do you, boo. All right. I think 30 something minutes is enough of ranting. Oh, and before I forget, another case in point. Some, maybe a year ago, two years ago, maybe, there were people who were visiting a resort in Cancun, right? And 
people were passing away and they didn't know what was going on and come to find out it was a bad bottle of alcohol poisoning is what was occurring. So they had to throw out all of their alcohol and start over the resort because that's what they figured out it was after a time period. So again, if you are afraid of that and that is a concern from you, go on your vacation and don't drink. Okay? All right, you guys. I'm out. Thank you for listening. As always, you can follow us at Black Will Travel on all social media platforms possible or BLK Travel on Twitter. Not really on there like that. So Instagram and Facebook is the best way to reach us. And you can send your questions to n at blackwilltravel.com. And I wish you all peace and safe travels.